What's up, college baseball fans? We welcome on a very special guest here today. Uh, South Carolina Gamecock, Braden Webb, joins the show after a very, very high recommendation to join. Uh, Braden, man, what's up? What's been going on? What's up, brother? Just chilling. Yeah, so me and Dimitri and you were just bullshitting around for a while um, before the, we started recording, and we found out that you're, a, uh, you're pretty good at the old video game system now, and you're a streamer. So w- w- if you could just... Say, what are you more talented in, baseball or video games? What's your answer there? I mean, I got to say baseball, like legally. Legally. (laughs) If I I go around saying I'm better at video games than I am at baseball, I might lose my job. Um, But Good answer. Good answer. I'm I'm elite elite at video games, too. You know know what's crazy is it's harder to find a baseball player that doesn't play video games or stream in the offseason than to find one that doesn't. Well, because it's free money. Like, I mean, I, I, no, I, the reason I totally started streaming was because I would get bombarded. Like, right when I first signed, I would get bombarded by fans and stuff who were like, oh, you're a new drafty. Like, can I get your autograph? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, guys, like, I can't sit here. I, like, I appreciate you guys. I'm, I'm more than, I've always been the guy that's like the first one there, the last one to leave when it comes to, you know, yep, yep. signing, whatever. And I, I literally used to get yelled at in college by the freaking media people because they're like, hey, they're waiting on you inside to do an interview. And I'm like, guys, like, uh, I'm, let me let me do what I'm doing because that's just how I was raised. Yeah. So in pro ball, you don't have that luxury because you got to do what you're told when you're told to do it kind of thing. And so I started I was like, OK, I play video games all the time when I'm not at the field. So why not start streaming? So just in case people follow me on social media, I can post the link. They can come watch, interact. I'll talk to them. We'll have great conversations. Yeah. So um, while we're on that topic, what is your like Twitch uh, streamer name? Just for the listeners back home, just let them uh, give you a follow and a subscription. You know what I mean? It's uh, bweb underscore 30. Bweb underscore 30. All my social media is the same. I I did that for the streaming purposes. For the streaming purposes. And uh you know, so we get about between a thousand and two thousand listeners per episode. So I'm sure you're going to get a, quite a few subscriptions from that. What kind of video games do you kind of play on those on that streaming? I mean, it, mostly it's like Fortnite or Call of Duty. Uh, I play Among Us, which is a fun game. It's kind of yeah. have you guys ever played Mafia? Oh yeah, like oh, on the bus. You're talking like yeah, Mafia yeah, on the bus. It's oh, like okay. Mafia. There's two <laughs> imposters, and they got to run around the ship like sneakily and just slice people's heads off. Very like strategic game, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like it's like yeah, and you uh, you can like kill somebody, and then you just run around through the little I forget all the rooms that yeah called, yeah, and, and you can like sabotage you can crazy. you can sabotage things, turn off lights. We play. I used to play that all the time, and then I stopped. I stopped playing video games for a while just because I was working on self growth and focusing on baseball. But nothing wrong yeah. with self growth. Yeah, and so the kind of the strategy behind being a, a Twitch streamer is you have to be one good at video games, but the main thing, and I can already tell that you have well, it, is you have see, to be entertaining, right? That too. But at the same time, you could also be absolute, absolutely piss poor at video games. And if you're funny, you're going to have a following. And Just you look, got kind look, of both going on right now. Look at Tim, the tap man, Tim, the tap man with his million subscribers or whatever it is nowadays, my boy, chunk tuna. I love. I'm a Nick. I'm a, I'm a Nick. Huge Nick Merckx fan. Uh, yep. I actually, I actually had an interview this off season, um, and they were like, 
you know, if you could go to dinner with one person, who would it be? I was like, Nick Marks. <laughs> guys, the guys <laughs> just doesn't care what you have to say. He's there to play video games. He's, he's good. Little, he's elite at video games. And he will look at his chat when he sees something he doesn't like and tell him to just piss them, <laughs> go piss themselves. Yep. Like he just he's funny and he 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 makes it work and then him and tim the tap man's bond is just incredible and it's like do you know my but do you know rice gum rice gum rice gum that name sounds familiar so but i don't he, the, literally the he's only a streamer yeah uh former youtuber kind of guy but what he does he goes on fortnite he he doesn't really play he okay yes yeah, so he was huge and, in he the interviewed, fortnite. and he interviewed girls yeah on facetime on the stream so, like, you're sitting there watching a guy. He just dies within the first five minutes, and then he just lets the game play because, I guess, Twitch rules, you got to let him play. And he's just talking to random Instagram model girls, whoever, while somebody else is playing the game for him. That's the dream yeah. right there. That's incredible. that's the dream right there. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but anyways, let's talk a little bit about baseball. I know we, we, we gave the old Twitch stream a shout-out. But Braden's pretty freaking solid at ba- baseball as well. Had a great season. Uh, only played one season, right, at South Carolina. You're draft eligible as a freshman. And, um, you know, you, what would you go, like 10 and 6? I was looking up your stats before the interview. Pretty freaking good in the SEC, man. Yeah, I was either tied for first or right underneath for wins. Or I was in first or second for wins. And then 128 punchies in like 100 innings. Yeah, <laughs> pretty solid. That was it. That was a good year. <laughs> you played with Jared Martin. Was that your year? Uh, he was actually so. The year that I was there was like kind of like his last year. He I was guess. hurt, whatever. Yeah, yeah. He he got hurt, and then he became like the bullpen coach slash. He was for the boys, and I. He loved was him. he was like the uh, Jared is Jared is the man. The the team chemistry he was, he doctor. He was the spokesperson for the players. Yes, he's he was the man. Yes, off, officer of team morale. He just yeah. you know what I call that? I call that like the player inside guy in the coaches meeting. Mm. <laughs> exactly. But um, anyways, man, so you got to play at some pretty cool places. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think you made a trip to Omaha, but you know that's all right. I know South Carolina's kind of not been back since like 2012 ish. But um, anyways, like what were some cool to play? Like the coolest places you got to play at besides your home ballpark? Ole Miss. Oh, like, <laughs> did, did, did you get some chirping over there at Ole Miss or what? That was my okay. So I told Chris this story. Uh, I know that you guys are friends. Yeah. But I told him this story. I'm out there in the bullpen, and I'm warming up for the game. And I have like for the since we left South Carolina, I had re, like I have really bad allergies, and it's so, it gets so bad to where like I can't like breathe. Yeah. And I feel like they're from here to like or from like the middle of your nose all the way down the back of your throat just sign i feel like there's days. just stuff there <laughs> and so whenever i do anything like exercise wise or i start getting myself ramped up i always feel like i have to spit 24 uh-huh. 7 well for some reason i forgot to take my allergy medicine that the the south carolina people give me and i'm in there in the bullpen warming up and all of a sudden i just feel like queasy and my pitching coach or coach Myers looks at me. He goes, are you okay? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know, man. Like, I just feel terrible right now. Like, like I, I'm sitting there trying to like get this. Not rocking this it. Yeah, this is pregame. And I got the people who do the, the freaking beer stuff. The beer right showers back yeah. there. Oh yeah. 
And the night before, all I hear, all I hear out of them is Gene Cohn is in the outfield, in right field, and all I hear is "Who's got the clap?" Gene's got the clap. So I'm sitting there, I'm about to yak in the bullpen, and I'm like, I got to get to somewhere where these people can't see me because if I, if they see me throw up, they're gonna rip me a new butthole before I go out there, and then I'm gonna have to deal with it all game. So I, I was like, Coach, hold on, give me like two seconds. So I go over in the corner and I stick my finger down my throat just to pull oh, trick. Oh man! And I just ripped it in the corner where you couldn't like nobody could see anything. Thank God. And then I go out there and I, like I, I finish my warm ups, whatever. I took so long that the national anthem's going on and I'm still warming up in the pen. And then we we come out and they go get three up, three down, and I got to go out there. Well, again, I'm still feeling a little bit queasy. I ended up giving up two runs in the first inning. And then Coach Myers comes out there and he said something to me and I was I was like, okay, like I don't even know what you're saying right now. I feel like I'm gonna just yak right here on the field. And so he goes away and he said something to me. It was like nut up or something like that. And that kind of like pissed me off. Cause I was oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude, all right. Like you can't you can't just see me throw up in the bullpen and then have me out here I mean, and, yeah. and then tell me to nut up. Get out of here. And so then the reason why I say I love this place is because they were ranked ahead of us and we, we went in and we swept them. Uh, but from then on, I retired after he said nut up, I retired like 19 straight guys with 14 punchies. And I was just like, <laughs> he knew what he was doing, though. He, he knew, knew he knew, dude, he knew exactly dude. what he was doing. <laughs> dude, he came out there. Mom. He looked at me and anybody who ever hit my dad was the same way growing up. My dad would put me out there to pitch. And if I walked the bases loaded. I'd be looking at the dugout like, hey, man, I can't throw a strike. Like, come out. He'd be like, he'd look at me. He'd go, you got yourself into it, buddy. Get yourself out. Oh, yeah. The, the old famous phrase I, right there. I'm like, okay. Like, I just want to punch you right <laughs> in the mouth, old man. Yep. Yeah. So I'm glad you brought that up just growing up as a kid because I did see where you're from, Oklahoma. And we have a bunch of listeners that, you know, follow Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, like TCU, those kind of schools. How did those schools miss out on you coming out of high school? Because you were like a top prospect, um, you know, you probably had a really good chance to get drafted in like first or second round at a high school, right? Before yeah. you tore your UCL. I was looking to be slated in the like 20th, to, uh, 20th pick to like early second round. Right. So how did, t- how did schools like Oklahoma state and Oklahoma, Arkansas, like how did those schools miss out on you, man? Okay. So I have a funny story about the Oklahoma state thing. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. Growing up, were you a Sooner or you a I Cowboy? Was. I was a Sooner, but I was never going to go to OU because my dad absolutely hated the head coach there. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Good insight. And, there. <laughs> and so uh, Oklahoma state was recruiting me and this is right before I go on my visit to South, like the very next day I get on a flight and I go to South Carolina. Right. Is this when like Josh holiday was uh, is still at Oklahoma? Yeah. State? He's, he's still there, yeah. but it was, it was like, uh, like, it, it had nothing to do with Josh. Uh, I, my, I was really good friends with the pitching coach there, and I still hey, train. I, I still train. Walt, I played with Donnie. I love Donnie. Donnie is the man. We actually call him Hot Don. Uh, Hot Don. <laughs> yeah, because he. Yeah, I played with Donnie, dude. Um, his dad came up to the Cape for, I guess, like a week to visit him. Yeah. And Great he dude. Just, dude, I didn't know where. He's in our bullpen coaching. Yeah. No, the, I'm, the, I'm like, yo, why can't this guy be our pitching coach? He, he, I've learned more in five minutes than the dude. That, no offense to my pitching coach, Kate, he's a great guy too. But yeah. this guy was just spitting back. Like, and I was yeah. like, oh my God, this clicks. 
that's why I, I train. I still train with him to this day, just because he knows his stuff, and I just love. I love listening to him talk, and I love listening to everything that he has to say. But that was the reason that I was think even considering Oklahoma State. I had offers from TCU, Texas Tech, all all of those schools. Uh, and my okay, so my dad told the head coach at OU that, and he's been a lifelong Sooner fan. He said that he would he would pay Texas for me to go to school there before he would ever even consider letting me go play for him at OU. <laughs> and my dad's a, my dad is a season ticket football holder at OU. So he would rather see you that, in that burnt orange than yeah. That's what um, I mean. It's funny, but so we're at Oklahoma State. I'm on my visit. Everything's great, but the the recruiting coordinator kept calling me Brandon. No, oh, no, oh, Brandon no. Webb, like the yeah, yeah. He kept saying he guy. kept saying Brandon. Like, are you are you loving it? Like Brandon, are you Brandon? Brandon, that Brandon. Can't I'm happen, like, dude. I'm like, I didn't say anything because I'm, you know, I'm I'm getting yeah, that's not your problem. So we're sitting there in the office talking after the whole shebang is over. Yep. And he's like, we need your commitment right now. We're offering you the most that we've ever offered anybody, blah, blah, blah. We need your commitment. I was like, look, man, I'm a sophomore in high school. Like, I want to go enjoy my recruiting process. He's like, no, you either uh, commit now or forever hold your peace. And I was like, we'll go get the next guy. <laughs> You're like, see ya. <laughs> so, see ya. Hey, they, did they drop the, did they drop the, we'll go get the next guy? Yeah. And so I, the very next day I get on my plane, coach Holbrook and I are sitting there in the office with my family behind me. And he, go, he just writes down on a piece of paper and he slides it across the table and he goes, <laughs> he looks at me, he goes, listen, before you turn that piece of paper over, I want you to, I want you to enjoy your recruiting process. This offer will be here until the day you decide that you're going to step foot on any campus. He said, if you show up, this is your offer. If you don't, this is still your offer, but it sucks. Yeah. And so I turned the, I grabbed the piece of paper and I turned it over. I just like, I looked around the room. I started laughing. I put it down. My parents were like, what was it? Hey, and I was like, just, just wait. <laughs> and so I slid it back. He goes, did you like that offer? I said, uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> Please tell me you got one of the 11.7. You got a full one. I did. There you go. That's all that matters. And so, so <laughs> that's all it takes. Yeah. I was like, all right. So that's not what that note said. What? Was that what the note said? No, the note just said full ride. Yeah. And so I was like <laughs> the best two words in college baseball. I got, yeah. We, so we walk, we walk out and my parents are like, what did the note say? I said, mom, dad, this guy just slid me a piece of paper. It said full ride on it. And this is the, like, like at the time, they're they're top five school. They literally just won two of three national championships. They were in the World Series game. What was three this? Two thousand fourteen. Uh, this was 2013. So this is like in the peak of South Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. They're, this they're is hot. this is this is the freaking. We're on the roller coaster, my friend. Yeah. And <laughs> I was like, okay. So once everybody else found out that South Carolina had offered me that, then it was like left and right. Offers were just getting tossed. You're getting at me phone like calls that. and letters from every Did school. Did you post in the a picture? Thank you to South Carolina for the for my 14th offer. No, I didn't do that. Uh, I, I think that's the most absolutely <laughs> asinine thing that athletes today do. I do oh, not care. I, me off. I don't. Okay, I, it's cool if you want to post a picture of you with all of your offers or all of your letters and everything that you have together. Go ahead. Yeah. 
But don't do it every single time somebody offers you a freaking offer because it could be, oh, it's a preferred walk-on <laughs> spot. Like, I got an exactly. offer. Like, Dude. I don't, I do not care. <laughs> I want to know what your top five is. Put it, put your little picture up and then commit. Commit. There you go. The other day I saw on Twitter, somebody put like, thank you to Jackson State and Deion Sanders, my 34th offer. They're like keeping tallies. And like, I literally, 34. I literally didn't. I can't tell you. Listen, how many if I, I would have, if I would have kept track, I would have lost count. <laughs> if I would have been I, around I, 301. I'm sure. I, I can't it tell was you literally like, but it was like, you, you get this offer and this offer and this offer. And it's like, okay, do you want to look at just division ones or do you want to look at, all these NAIA, D2, Jucos D3, and, all that. and then Jucos out the wazoo <laughs> that want you to come for one year so that you can play and then go get drafted even higher. Yeah. Did you have any thoughts of going junior college? Uh, I actually – I did. so right before the draft, right before I blew out my arm, I had dual committed to uh, Seminole Junior College here in yeah. Oklahoma. And Coach Holbrook – Wait, Seminole, this in Oklahoma? Yeah. When I think of Seminole, I think Florida. I know it's because Florida State, man. But it's all right. No, no, there's a Seminole. There's a JUCO. I think I don't know. It's no. Seminole State or something. Well, <laughs> that's, okay, that's so I dual committed, and then Seminole posted it, and Coach Holbrook saw it, and he calls me, and he goes, "What? Am I not good enough for you anymore?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, buddy, I can't give you anything more than a full ride legally. And I but... said, <laughs> I said, Coach, I didn't do it like to be malicious or anything like that. And he goes, Nah, like I. I get it. I'm just hurt. So then I call. I called the Seminole coach back and I said, "Listen, I'm sorry. I can't do this." <laughs> he was like, "It's okay. Like I, yeah. I get it. South Carolina, I mean, they're pretty. Like yeah. we're not." I was like, but "Yeah, I mean, you're, you're you're not. You're in the middle of nowhere, Oklahoma. Why do I want to go hang out with you guys when I can go to Columbia and have yeah. a great time?" Dude, uh, I do appreciate when some kids like put their make their final three. It'll be like their final two schools, and then they'll give their hometown JUCO whatever school it is in their top three. Like I saw the other day, someone put an HBCU or whatever in their top three, just to give them love. You just, just give them free publicity. Like, Oh my God, this guy might actually go there. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I get that kind of stuff, but seriously though, the same thing with some, it's, they're probably it's like, always hey, the football players. Always. Always. Back, well, it's because they have so many scholarships to throw around, and they're just like, I get, I, I get it. I do. You <laughs> got like, what? I don't even know how many scholarships football players are allowed to get. It's like and 86 or something. Yeah, ridiculous. but then you're you're getting guys who get scholarships that don't ever even touch the field. Their Never entire, touch the field. Their entire <laughs> five years that they want to be there because yeah. you get a red shirt year two. For Dude, sure. I follow. I see, like, I'm a, hurt, I'm a Miami fan. Huge Miami fan. And I follow the recruiting like any normal – invested fan I, does i'm not knocking also i just want to throw out there that i'm not knocking on football players i just it, that's just the one that stands out to me and i always see it on, it's just I like i always see jealousy. it on my twitter feed and it's just like okay like and then you have like these 30 year old men that are like retweeting this stuff like yeah, but it's, not a, it's not a dick measuring contest it's like not. i get it you're a good athlete you got a scholarship you want to know how i knew i was getting old I almost I didn't do it because I, I would never do it, but like somebody a recruit tweeted something that pissed me off about Miami. And I almost tweeted that and I was like, holy shit, dude, I'm getting old. Like yeah, I, yeah, I, I can't do I'm I can't 28 now. now. I'm 28 now. I can't be doing that anymore. I'll be like one of those old. No, but like, I've never see, my, thing, my thing is it's like I don't I don't tweet uh, at recruits or anything like no, that. No. Like hey, you you do you, like whatever. <laughs> 
I'm just going to stay over here in my bubble. But when South Carolina baseball fans start ripping on the players. Oh, dude, oh, that drives me I nuts. lose my <laughs> mind. Oh, I you're lose that, you're... my ever-loving mind. <laughs> They're it, like it checking. The... One... Yeah, it got to one point that people were just like <laughs> putting up the Batman gif of him like looking out over the city and said beware Brady Webb is coming <laughs> and I, hey how do you feel getting the handcuff taken off after you left South Carolina and now you can say whatever you want okay <laughs> see my thing is is I always said whatever I wanted especially especially when people would rip on coach Holbrook yeah and we won the SEC East like I get it like it's woof. SEC East everybody's expecting natty championship the guy was there for as a head coach for like five, six years. Yeah. And, you know, he made it to the super regional mm-hmm. several times. Uh, there was a couple times he didn't even make the tournament, but it was due to injuries. Like that, that kind of stuff. Like you can't just, it's out of his control. You, it's yeah, not like you he's... can't expect him to follow up Ray Tanner. Yeah. One of the who, legendary coaches of all which time. Still blows my mind that he, he, I cannot believe he, that run. That the, yeah. The run he had was incredible. I mean, he's the AD there now, so it's... it's but people were bitching a lot about Tanner becoming AD and just dropping South Carolina baseball. They were like, what are you, what are you doing? Uh, I'll take the couple million dollar pay raise. Yeah, myself, for thinking. doing less work, less stress. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, You're, I would take you become that an executive. Day. You become an executive, just celebrity figure, and then AD yeah. makes a couple phone calls, in my opinion. For sure. But, um, dude, anyway, so let's go ahead and talk a little about minor league baseball. Uh, I have a funny story uh, kind of about you. Uh, I just texted my brother because you spent some time in Biloxi for the Biloxi Shuckers, right? And uh, so my little brother was the bat boy for Biloxi Shuckers back in the <laughs> And he was like, yeah, this guy shoves. And I was like, what the heck, dude? I was like, does he know who you are? And he goes, he has no idea who I am, but I know who he is. So, which, uh, which one was it? He was, uh, he looks just like me. Uh, probably Wait, like show six- me. Tall guy. No, he's like six. Well, he's like six foot. For a bat like- boy? Bat boy, 200 pounds. That's tall. That is tall as shit for, yeah. uh, for bat a bat boy. boy. You think little 12 year old kid. I know exactly who you're talking about, too. Yeah. Because I used to I used to just play to get the this game with them. Yes. Like every, yes. every time I saw them, I would just like throw this down. And if they looked, I would actually punch them. Yeah. Like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. He was uh he was like an 18 or 19 year old bat boy at the time, but he's like, Oh yeah, yeah I know I know Braden Webb. He shoves. So oh, yeah. How was your time down in Biloxi? Did you have oh, a good time Biloxi at the casinos? Was- See, I stay away from casinos a lot of the time. Oh, that's good. That's because good. It's a very addicting, and yes. I don't want to be a part of it. Uh, gambling never looks pretty on me. And no. so, <laughs> uh, I mean, that's a story for another time. Hey, but, minor league ball. You, so you, you, um, you're, you play Carolina League, and then you played Midwest. No, what, what, what league is Biloxi in? Alexi is the Southern League. Southern League, yeah. Southern League, not Midwest. Southern League. Did you like the bus trips, the road trips in the Carolina League or Southern? Honestly, I would say the the, the bus trips in the Carolina League were way better. Yeah, through the mountains uh, and all that. <laughs> in twenty in twenty eighteen, I only had really I only had one far bus ride uh, for Alexi and. I I had just gotten called up and it was to the ten or we they were playing at the Tennessee Smokies so we just went straight to Tennessee and then I drove my truck from Tennessee the uh, the day that they were doing getaway day uh, the coach or the manager at the time was like don't even show up to the game just drive back to Biloxi get acclimated with the weather everything get yourself settled into the hotel 
and relax and then just show up to the, the field mm-hmm. the next day. So I would say, yeah, the Carolina League ones were so much fun just because <laughs> everybody was like, oh, you get to pick the movies cause, and you're the movie guy. So that was my role on the bus. You were the movie guy? The yeah. But uh, see, the thing is, it's like half the time I didn't even watch the damn movie. I'm sitting in the, I'm sitting there laying down on the middle of the floor with a pillow and a blanket. <laughs> and, oh or either gosh. that or we would we went and bought little monitors because the buses have outlets and we would play video games on the bus. So I'd be sitting in what? Did you get you know the game system, the briefcase? Oh no, no, not that. We I've bought an actual monitor, like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I would set my PlayStation in the seat and I would put the monitor on top of it and I would connect to my Wi Fi hotspot and we would play Fortnite. Yeah, we did I the mean, same thing. You can't you thing. can't teach it any better than that. That's but a, I got the game system. You know that game system? I, oh, I, I, I tell every I, any baseball player that travels all the time, it's a you know the Ben, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Briefcase, dude, that thing is a, is the best. Yeah. Walk into your hotel room, plug everything immediately, and you start playing. That's how I was. It's an I invention made for minor league baseball players, for sure. Oh, made yeah. for minor league baseball players. So, hey, you um, know, 27-inch monitor goes in between the seats on the aisle. Oh, yeah. We measured it, and we went and bought a monitor, so we could <laughs> put it between the seats and the aisle. It's, we could play, like, 2K or whatever we want to play with other people. Yeah. So, uh, Brady. We did that in 2019 in Biloxi. Like, we would just – What are you have- recording? Wait, have no idea. They haven't told you guys yet. yet. No. So, like, let me ask you this. I'm gonna let you call your shot right here. What year can we expect to see you in the big leagues? Is it if I get the opportunity this next season? Really? Yeah, I'm speaking it into existence. I love it. I love it. So, 2018, your when your brother was there. Yeah. I uh, I pitched like six games in Biloxi, and in four of them, I threw one hit shutouts. I know. I looked at your stats. They were yeah. unreal. <laughs> I, yeah. I threw four one hit shutouts. And in one of the games, I think he was actually there. Um, my belt had co- like literally broken half and flew off of my body. And I have that problem happen to me, but just for other reasons. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, mine was old and I had been using it for like two years. And so the manager literally whips out his belt and then like throws it at me on the mound. I put it on and then I proceed to strike out the side the next two innings. Love and, that. And he was just like, okay, we need to do this every game. Go out there, break your belt, and I'll throw you mine. And I was like, all right. But 2018 was probably my second best season of baseball that I've ever thrown. And I can honestly sit here and tell you right now that with all confidence and no cockiness, like I'm not being cocky, I'm, it's just confidence. Yeah. Uh, and in the most humble way, 2021 me – is 10 times better than anything that you've seen in the past. And I saw a Conor McGregor thing where he was like, he was like, I've been taught or somebody had said to him, I've been talking to your trainer. He said, this is the best version of Conor McGregor that they've ever seen. He said, yeah, this is the best version until the next version comes. He said, but right now this version is, is the most elite version. And right now this is the most elite version of myself that I've said 99. Who said 99? Dimitri, is that your mom? Did your mommy just come in there? <laughs> 99, it Dimitri. It's not my mom, I swear, guys. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm, in my, I'm, in, I'm in my mom's basement. You know, every troll, that's what they say. I'm, I'm living it. Yeah. What's I can't breathe right now. <laughs> I literally looked back because I thought my mom would come in. I was like, mom. 
I'm, I, do you not see I'm busy? Get out of here, Tina. <laughs> you probably embarrassed. I'm trying to, I'm trying to do hood rat shit with my friends right now. Oh my god, dude, your face, oh, you're so in the middle funny. of telling the so most funny. You're dude. in the you're in the middle of telling like one of the most epic stories we've ever had on the podcast. Like I'm making it to the league. This is the best version of myself and then just like 99. <laughs> You uh, ruined dude. it. Your mom ruined it. Dude, I heard that. I That's heard it. that. I'm leaving. Like, See ya. I was like, please, please, please be someone else. Please, mom, please be somebody else. Um, but hey, what did you what did you what did you do all last year? You just threw, kept throwing all off season? Yeah, like uh, what is COVID what is COVID uh Braden Webb? Like, what is that all about? Like training off season with COVID. So COVID last year strikes. I'm really or so the guy that I train with here is Dylan Bundy. Um, Ever heard of him? <laughs> yeah, he's he's uh, he's like my older brother. Yeah, so we we played or we were in high school together. Yeah, he's an Oklahoma guy, freshman, right? Yeah, my freshman year and senior his senior year we were together at Owasso. Yeah. And so ever since then, you know, like we we'd always stay in contact or whatever. And then COVID hits, and he was like, "Hey, look, I want to train. Let's do this." I was like, "Okay." So the very first day that we go to throw together and we throw our bullpen, just in comes this little kid. And I'm like, who is this? The kid's 14 years old. And Dylan goes, oh, that's the kid that's catching us. No. I said, there is no <laughs> chance this kid is about to catch us. And see, he's always asking for shout outs and everything. So, Logan, here's your time to shine. <laughs> Big Logan. Big Logan. <laughs> One he, piece or two piece catcher's mask. Uh, two piece. Actually. I can tell. I he's, can tell. He's swaggy. <laughs> um, but so I throw my bullpen to this kid and it was like, I'd never seen a 14 year old kid receive a fastball so well in my entire life. And, but he, he, he did struggle with the off speed stuff. But now since we've been together for so long, like I, it was literally every, every, we would go bullpen and then we would go game day kind of thing until we were ready, like until Dylan left to go play. Yep. And for the entire year last year, he was catching, and he was like, "You, you saw this little fourteen-year-old kid go from, you know, clanking everything to by the fastball to just I, like I, I would put him up there with some of our minor league guys at receiving. Like, really, the, the kid, the kid is just incredible, and it, it, it's it's flabbergasting to me. Now, I don't know how he can hit. I don't know his arm strength and if he could throw people out. But when it when it comes to catching the ball, I. He's 15 now, and I like I said, I would put him up there with anybody. Yeah, right now. Yeah, dude, I, that's I wouldn't funny. say he's You're my. Sick. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say he's like the best catcher I've ever thrown to, but he's he's up there for 15. For 15 years old, yeah. Dude, I told I can't believe you said that. Yeah, um, a couple months ago, a parent was asking me about um, you know for the catcher should they get lessons stuff like that. I said honestly, you want me to tell you what you I would do? Find it minor leaguer in the off season and make your son learn how to catch him. Cause yeah. I threw to a 14 year old or 15 year old, something like that. Same idea, you know, catch the ball, drop it, catch the ball, drop it. And it was just like, I'm not going to say anything, but like, it was just every ball I threw looked like a ball. Yeah. And he missed. And then all of a sudden, you know, after two, three months, he was like, bang, sticking, just sticking everything. Yeah. And I told that parent, I was like, find an older player for your son to catch. And that's the best way to learn because he'll figure it out on his own. He's got to figure it out. He might die. Yeah, exactly. 100%. And then you can you can tune up, you know, mechanical thing, 
But that is how they get better at actually doing it instead of flipping balls barehanded and all that stuff. For sure. Um, all right, Braden. So last question for you before we go. This has been a freaking blast, man. Um, so let me ask you this question. So we, we talked about it a little bit before we started recording, but you are in MLB The Show and you have been in the game for the last five or six years or three or four years, I guess. Um, why did you tell us that you, you will never play with yourself on a video game? What's the thought process behind that? Because is it because like you're a 67 overall in the show or like actually I have a 99 overall velo and like a 45 control. So <laughs> now is that accurate? Is that and a fit? Uh, and I just want to get this out there. And if the MLB, the show ever hits me up, they better get my dang bunning rating up because I'm an elite bunner. Elite bunner. Top of the I have, line. I have a 15 overall bunting. So when so now that the uh, National League doesn't have the DH this coming up season, we're going to see you putting on a bunting clinic this year? Oh, dude. <laughs> well, people – okay, so in high school when I did hit, if it was straight, I could hit a country mile. Yeah. Still the same thing, but it's when this ball starts spinning that I'm sitting my butt right back where I started. And, you know, that's my weakness. So I, between I, you and, like, Brandon Woodruff, uh, probably the two best hitters in the uh, – pitcher, or two best hitting yeah, no, pitchers no, no, in the no, 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 no. See, Woodruff rakes. <laughs> yeah. Woodruff rakes. Woodruff rakes. I will say, though, put us in a home run derby. Let's see. I, that needs to happen. A, like a, a BP home run derby, I might win. That needs to happen. A pitcher's home run all derby, I would be all for. Pitcher, pitcher beeps. Yeah. Has to happen, dude. Has to happen. However, so the story behind why I won't play is because – Whenever I was younger, they had the NCAA. The last year, they made the NCAA basketball and the NCAA football and all that stuff. My cousin played at Arkansas at the time. And and what's his name, just for the Arkansas? We have a ton of Arkansas fan listeners. Ronnie but, Clark. Ronnie Clark. Actually, I know that name. Yeah, Ronnie oh. Clark. Yeah, they're uh, Arkansas people will know religiously that that is who that is. Anyways, so we were sitting there playing. I, I just got the game. I was just figuring it out. And he starts, he's like, oh, I'm going to play, I'm going to play with Arkansas. I was like, okay, whatever. So I would go with like Kentucky or somebody else. And he would just sit there at the three-point line and just shoot with himself and shoot with himself. And he would beat me over and over and over again. And I was like, this guy never gets tired. Well, it comes to find out he turned the sliders off to where you don't get tired ever. Oh. And so this dude's just sitting there, just cash money, three-point line, not getting tired, just bang, 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 doesn't miss. And so I told myself. I will never be as big of a tool as my cousin. <laughs> and and no, nah, I, I say that, but I absolutely love my cousin. He's, yeah. he's the man. He's one of no, my biggest dude, role models. Family, you can make fun yeah. of family as much as you one want. One of my biggest role models in life. Anyways, so I told myself I wouldn't be as big of a tool as him. So what, the day – so I used to play MLB The Show all the time, me in college, whatever. And then the day that I signed my contract, and then the very next season when MLB The Show came out and I was on the game, I did not go by it because I was like, I mean, dude, I made myself a, I made myself a promice that I wasn't going to be a tool bag and I'm going to stick to it. I'm a man of my word. There's 29 other teams you can play with though. Yeah. I don't want to be on 29 other teams. I want to be on the team that I'm on right now, man. I don't want to, I don't want to do it. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. It's your job. Um, but you, you have to say, like, if they do upgrade your bunting to like, you know, an 85 or 90 overall, Listen, you might have to I'm, get in the box one time and put a bunt down. One on time, I, one time, I'll make you a deal. If it ever happens to where my bunting abilities go through the roof like that, I will get on there and live I'll, stream it. On and Twitch. I will lay down a bunt. 
<laughs> just, to, say, just to show everybody that I can do it. And as soon as that bunt gets down and I make it to first base. They say safely, bunting ability is like a stock. It only goes up. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I get to first base, I'll close the game out and tell everybody thank you for watching. No, you gotta exactly. steal second. You gotta steal second. Oh, uh, I can't. I'm not like I'm not fast anymore. In high school, I ran a six five. Now it takes me ten minutes to go to the fridge. <laughs> were, you, were you were a two way player in high school? I was a two way player. I and, hope uh, so. I hope so. I actually, was. <laughs> believe it believe it or not, I was a an all American at for outfield and first base before I ever was a pitcher. And um, the day you knew you were a pitcher, you just knew. Because for me, I just, I just knew the day that I was a pitcher only. With, it, it, you just know it. When the okay, so the reason I am a pitcher only and I haven't touched a bat in like four years, uh, except for in double-A games, obviously, um, was I went to when I went to South Carolina, Coach Holbrook was like, hey, like you can, you know, you can try it out in the fall. And I – I saw 95 come out of someone's hand, and I was just like, yeah, probably not. <laughs> not for me. I'd rather be throwing the 95. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather be up there doing that rather than standing here potentially getting beaned in the head with that stuff. So. For sure. All right, wait, one last, last question before we let you go. What's the hardest you've ever seen the radar gun go for you? Not No cocky answer. No, like, This is pure confidence. I want to know, have you ever seen triple digits? Have I ever seen triple digits? On your, your radar gun. On my radar gun while I was throwing. Yes. I plead the fifth. There we go. That's what I wanted to hear. We, we uh, and, hey, Miller Park. Miller Park has a hot radar gun. I'll tell you that right now. Get ready for it, fans. <laughs> <laughs> it is known for having a hot gun. So, uh, well, awesome, man. So, just for the listeners, um, if you guys did enjoy this interview, go follow bweb underscore 30 on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Give him a subscription on Twitch. Help a minor leaguer out. Make him some money here. Um, but, Braden, man, we're going to be able to get you back on the show at some point. I know it. And uh, you, were, you were a blast, man. So whenever you want to come back on, just let us know. We'll, uh, yeah. we'll hook you up. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Hey, I mean, appreciate it. Yeah, yep. no doubt. Thanks, guys. Yes, sir. See you. Later.